Welcome to episode two of the Cyber Club podcast. I am your host, Aries Jones. Here with me, my co-host. Xavier, how you guys doing? Welcome back, welcome back. How's it going? So this is a very interesting week. Not interesting, like super interesting, but um, mm-hmm. we got our our new president in the works coming oh, around yeah. the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a lot of news mm-hmm. about him not really wanting to go. The last thing I want to talk about is politics on this podcast, but I just want to, hey, shed some light. Hey, we're in this part oh, yeah. of the week of, uh, of January, so mm. it's out there. That's it. We're not swaying mm. either way, right or left, up and down, so it's just out there. But let's 20th, continue right? on. He's, he's sworn in four days, the 20th? Uh, is it 20th? Yeah, it's 20th. Yeah, that's close, that's close. One day, yeah. Yeah. Well, besides... Uh, so... Go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now you, you go. Well, besides, I guess that, um, we started school this week, so that was pretty interesting, too. <laughs> kind of get yeah. away from the, the negativity of politics. Yeah. <laughs> school started the week of... Was it the 9th? It's 11th, yeah. 11th. Yeah, yeah. So, it's been hectic, man. I think you and I are taking some of the similar classes. Uh, what classes are you taking again? Uh, taking a... Yeah, I'm actually going to do three different types of histories, mm-hmm. an accounting class and uh, pre-calc. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, two two of the classes are, I have a semester. So once one's mm-hmm. done, it, the other one starts for the rest cool. of the, I guess, four and a half weeks. Yeah, man. Three weeks, you're you're one step closer to the cyber degree. This is my halfway mark. <laughs> man, my associates, yeah, man. So. Yeah, I know. I'm so tired of the gen ed part of school, but hey, yeah. it's a love hate relationship. You kind of need mm-hmm. it in order to advance on to, I guess, mm-hmm. getting the degree or, or even just having the fun with the major classes. I mean, right, right. Only those who have taken it know anything about it. So unfortunately, exactly. we gotta mm-hmm. we gotta do the baby steps, get the grunt exactly. work to get to that to that point. Exactly, exactly. Well, it is what it is, man. We're just getting more so closer to success, man. So I'm wild. Yeah, very excited. Very excited. But yeah, <laughs> topics today, uh, I, uh, or I guess some things that I wanted to, uh, I guess, mm-hmm. talk about today was, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of want to go in a little broader today mm-hmm. in, in regards to tech. Let's, let's talk about tech, okay. um, automotive tech, uh, in regards to like the self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can talk about anything related to banking, if you know anything about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and also like home entertainment or just personal things. Right, right. In regards to like phones, uh media stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe anything, anything like that. Um I haven't really uh seen much of that type of stuff besides one thing. <laughs> it's kind of COVID related. I know I'm sure every podcast is talking about COVID, but uh mm-hmm. <laughs> uh Razor, the computer uh, technology company, they're coming out their own smart mask. It's called Project Hazel. Um, have you seen anything about that yet? Or I mean it's it's amazing. I haven't seen too, too much about it. I mean, because I love computers and gaming and type mm-hmm. stuff, I, I I saw it on their page. Like, yo, what is Project Hazel? Right. I, mean, I follow I follow, I follow Razer. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I don't have any Razer products. I have, I'm a big live mm-hmm. tech guy. But uh, now I've seen it. It says, uh, face the new normal with protection that's far mm-hmm. from average. Mm-hmm. Introducing our prototype from the most intelligent mass ever created. Mm-hmm. A design focusing on five key areas to ensure the highest degree of safety with the best quality of life enhancements. And I mean, I'm looking at the product. That, uh, it's an N95 uh, mm-hmm. surgical respirator, active right. ventilating, and mm-hmm. a auto sterilization function. So it has like this dope. 
case. So like use it for the whole day or, or whatever. And basically like you go home, charge your phone and okay. pick up where you left off, put the mask in the box, let it clean and charge up mm. and continue on with your day. Right, that right. pretty cool. It has a clear, transparent design, low mm-hmm. light mode, and voice amp technology. So you don't have to really. Oh my gosh, are they smiling under their mask? Are they, <laughs> are they snarling at me under their mask? Like, I mean, you can see it with this mask. <laughs> and, it's, and that's the and cool. I, that's part of the coolest feature to me, besides the RGB on the amplifier, which is so badass. Yeah. But um, the fact that it has the voice amplifying on it and the transparency around your mouth. Um, one important thing of communication is being able to see the other person's uh, facial expressions. Right. Add on with their body expression. So I think that is um, such a cool, um, I guess, feature to make it transparent. Um, mm-hmm. That way to kind of make communication easier on top of the voice, Ant-Man, because, you know, the whole point of COVID right now is, you know, I guess the whole point of the precautions are to stay as separated as possible. But when your voice is so muted, you know, from being under a mask, got to kind of get close to people <laughs> just for them to hear you. So Exactly. Um, yeah, but the only, I guess the one thing, I mean, do you have any worries about it, like um, quality-wise or health-wise when you look at that type of stuff or, the, or the, this thing in particular? Uh, I mean, I don't see any issues with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very innovative. I'll, I'll say that. Um, yeah, right. It looks like it covers a lot. I mean, instead mm-hmm. of it being like a fabric where you know some type of particle will go in or out, this thing mm. is shit of plastic or some right, type right. of fiberglass metals, like, mm. or I mean, fiberglass glass. Nothing's right. coming in and out. It may fog right. it up. Will it fog up? <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. I was gonna, I was gonna mention that while you're talking before me, me got finished talking. Is I'm scared of fogging up. You know, you know, y'all trying to see my teeth, but it's fogging up. You can't see anything. Right or spitting <laughs> on an accident? Because I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna spit. I mean, it's it's right, known right. fact. We're gonna spit. So like. Will you see the spit particles or food particles all up on the exactly. thing? Exactly. They got two colors. They got a black and a white. Mm-hmm. The black looks mean. The white looks more professional in a hospital. Mm-hmm. Maybe like for like healthcare workers, like nurses or something, or dentists might wear the white. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm working on your face. Right. And another no. thing I'm worried about is the smell, too. I mean, does, does UV sanitation? I'm not sure if you mentioned this. But the charger has UV uh, sanitation in it as well. So my mm-hmm. thing is, this, will UV get the hot the hot breath smell out of there? <laughs> that's, that's what, yeah. That's what, yeah, you don't want. Let to me use... take a toothbrush to my mask real quick. Yeah, Throw exactly. some uh, Listerine on that joint. Yeah, and I'm also scared of how the quality of that voice amp, man. It's like, um, like if I wear it in the, the mask in the rain, going to the car, will it mess up the the voice Ooh, amp? Am I yeah. going to sound like Darth Vader or whoever talking through it? You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I guess this, this is the reason it's probably still a concept and not out in the market yet. Um, they probably have a lot of kinks to work out on this one, but the setting of it is so really cool. Um, yeah, that is, that is, yeah, that is very interesting because I mean, yeah. there's still life to live outside of just like in a mask. Yeah. I'll drop it or pick it up. It's still fine. It has mm-hmm. its quote unquote durability of just being fabric mm-hmm. or whatever material they use for the, um, medical grade mask. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But uh, no. No, I'm actually kind of curious, like sweating, can we work out in it? Will it wrench out? Will it mm. break? And another thing, price, how much is it going to cost for me to just damage a mask <laughs> that I could just wear exactly. on normal N95 yeah. mask from yeah. Home Depot? Right. I mean, how much are you willing to pay for this? Because I think I already gave you a number already. Uh, <laughs> no. I, 
I mean, you know, I, I like to spend money, but at the same time, <laughs> I like, <laughs> I mean, I do, I like to, yeah. but I like to spend money on things that I can kind of use a lot like basically mm. feel like hey i'm i squeeze out every 60 dollars worth of this controller or yeah, yeah. squeeze out every penny of this monitor that i'm using or right. something like that it's like right. a mask i don't know i mean we i mean it's it's no doubt that we're gonna have to wear a mask for a very long time mm-hmm. but will that mask stand the test of time like for, for right. the amount of time that we potentially might have to wear it every day um i'm mm. thinking because the way it is, it's a gaming peripheral, basically. Uh, I'll, it's I feel like it's gonna cost me about 150, 200 bucks. Yeah, I'm on the same. But I wouldn't comfortably. Pay. I, I don't I don't want to spend any more than maybe 65, 70 dollars on it. Well, I ain't gonna be that man. Now with a UV box. And I know, I know, I know. Yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> that's uh, hoping for the best. But um, I don't know. I guess the first question for me is: Is it worth it? I'll probably have to see like at least like a six months reviews from different type of users. Yeah, see how it goes, and also the practicality of it. I mean, you and I, we work in IT. We barely leave the house unless we're going to do something that we have to do personally. You know what I mean? Right. Um, well, unless we have to go into the building, but they even right, still we're right. about twenty feet from people in the building. Right. I've been I've been ta- I've been asking you and my other friends that work in IT. I have friends that are software engineers, uh, tier two managers for uh, help desk. There's no talk of any of these companies going back. At least in Atlanta, Georgia, there's no talk of everybody mm-hmm. going back. So yeah. um, if I'll still work in retail and being around hundreds of people a day, I might get it, but not mm-hmm, not worth it at this point. But we'll see. We'll see. I might be singing a different t- <laughs> singing a different tune once it's out. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because like for right now. Uh, not disclosing any any specifics, but mm-hmm. uh, my company we haven't really specified as to when we're going in or forever how long. But I know at a certain point, I think it was before mm-hmm. September of this past mm-hmm. year, twenty twenty. Uh, we were talking about all right, yeah. So around uh, Labor Day, we'll probably start heading back around November. I mean, around September, October, around the time time mm-hmm. came around, nothing happened, and then <laughs> now this new wave of of COVID and a little more um impactful mm. nah the big ghost has been silent <laughs> it's, it's, i mean I've, right. I've, I've read emails and you mm. asked a few co-workers but nothing I was like yeah i ain't mad about it yeah well i, I work for um your our our uh, college system and uh we've had students come back but not enough for me to want to you know wear this to, wear, to, to buy to pay two hundred dollars in a mask when I can just get a piece of cloth and wear that and clean it once a week or twice a week. Exactly. You know I mean? So I feel um, like it's an aesthetic piece. It's yeah. Aesthetics. It's yeah. A look. Yeah, but you never know. I might, I might, I might feel cute and get my cybersecurity internship. I might want to, might want to rock it. <laughs> so, right. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, in terms of news, have you heard anything about Apple? I have a pretty cool Apple article here that I uh, found a couple days ago. Okay, so I know we talked about the folding phones last time. This is more uh, cybersecurity based. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got this from the Daily Swig, their um, IT um, news, I guess, poster or news uh, website. Um, the title is, excuse me, security researchers earn 50K after exposing critical flaw in Apple travel portal. Um, they found this while doing a bug bounty. Um, the exploit leads to shell access. So that was a pretty cool, man. That's a big payout from Apple. Um, a lot of nightmares about bug bounties, people not getting paid out, but it seems like Apple is the one to go for for anybody that's interested. Um, I'll go and pull the article up and see if I can get some more additional information. Yeah, shoot it to me. All right. 
Let's see. Let me scroll down a little bit. Got it up. You saw what now? Is I got it up. You got it up. Okay, yeah, I'll let you unread. It's a little easy for you to do, but um, but yeah. So you can probably read the first little bit of the first or second paragraph. Uh, first <laughs> and say, oh, the bug hunters exercise that part. Yeah, you I mean you can start from the beginning and go on to you want to digress because this this is some very really interesting really interesting stuff. All right, so I'm about to read the uh, Apple article about security researchers earning $50,000 after exposing critical flaws in Apple travel mm-hmm. export is what Xavier's talking about. Uh, security researchers earn a $50,000 bug bounty after uncovering a critical flaw in Apple's travel portal. Raul Maney, sorry if I'm <laughs> mispronouncing that, and Harsh Jaiswal, were able to achieve remote code execution, RCE, by stringing together a string of vulnerabilities in order to exploit targeted domains. The bug hunting exercise was inspired by earlier work by Sam Curry and his associates that uncovered no fewer than 55 vulnerabilities in Apple's web interface, earning a cumulative bug bounty of $288,000. Curry is continuing his work and this week went public with vulnerabilities in Apple's domains that created a means to get billing data from any Apple user. Okay, that's crazy, man. Um, I wish you had to read the whole thing, but um, for what I'm seeing, they've very quickly found a workaround around the web application firewall. Um, I can't remember the, I think the function, it was an img.cfm function to get around the firewall. And once they got around it, no alert or anything. They were able to slip right past it, man. So, um, yeah. So that, that's kind of just a testament. I know you and I talked about how, you know, secure um, Apple products are. This is kind of a testament to that, man. Them paying out these guys, um, them having this information out there public. So, yeah. Um, just want to get that out there for any Apple fanatics or uh, cybersecurity fanatics, man. This is uh, very good news in some aspects. So, so yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I actually just got an Apple, like it's an old school mm. MacBook, whatever. I'm not even sure if it's a pro, but mm. uh, a family friend, I guess you could say. Mm. Uh, she she gave me one. Um, it's like an old one. She doesn't really use it. She said she upgraded from one to another to another, mm. actually. So she's been sitting there collecting dust, basically. So I yeah. kind of want to, I guess, test my my shell and, and, and putty and... Um, um, with the Linux commands the best mm-hmm. I can because I mean right now I'm working with mainframe type things in my job mm-hmm. so I don't want it to completely be lost in in the memory bank towards just nothing I mean you know the term if you don't use it you lose it so mm-hmm. I kind of want to keep it a little, a little relevant in my brain yeah yeah but, uh, I would love to see once I get my uh, my raspberry pi cluster for um, ethical mm-hmm. hacking I'll love to see if I could break into an old Mac I might have to invest in that and uh Work towards doing that. <laughs> that 50k, that 50k bug bounty looking real cute, I'm man. Saying, yeah. <laughs> I could always use the extra 50k. <laughs> exactly. That'd be that's a lot of salaries that people are making right now. So I'm like, I hope so. Mm. <laughs> so another cool news article. I also got this from my feedly. It's from darkreading.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's t- written by Robert Lemos or yeah. Lemos. How do you pronounce that? Um, the, t- the title is Successful Malware Incidents Rise as Attackers Shift Tactics. As employees move to working from home and on mobile devices, 
attackers followed them and focused on weekend attacks, a security firm says. It doesn't digress on the security firm. But uh, as a result of this, um, on the weekends, there's been a 41%, there's been 41% more organizations experiencing malware infection attacks. Yeah, and it's crazy. I, I know before the show, you and I were talking um, to your girlfriend who works in healthcare. And, yeah. um, you know, healthcare is one of the main ones getting hit by this man. And um, people get pop- caught their pants down at the house <laughs> with mm. Netflix on one screen and work on another screen, man. So um, yep. that's not good at all, man. So um, if you guys are working from home, please take every measure you can to be safe. Um, Manage your passwords. And keep in mind, you're still at work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at work too. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're still exactly. at work. Exactly. So, yeah, very interesting, man. I'll see if I can find some more information on this. Okay, so this is what I was kind of alluding to. Um, so this is quotation from Robert at darkreading.com. Mm-hmm. Most organizations really have to focus on keeping people productive. And that means you have to peel back the policies and just make it easier for people to get into their applications to use their devices and feel empowered because IT wasn't available to, to physically go out to the workers and help them out. So pretty much what they're saying there is <laughs> we're, la- we're, we're going to be lax about our security policy. So you guys shut up about hitting this. <laughs> so you guys can shut up about putting tickets in, which is not, not a great idea. Um, one, I think one thing that I've noticed uh, working for our school, um, even the university system of Georgia, um, we're still keeping our policies tight. There's still the uh, single sign on authentication, um, anytime you log out, you still, you still gotta authenticate your password, so forth and so forth. Um, so yeah, keep your guys' passwords safe. Keep yourself safe. Don't um, you know, not only now if they're attacking you from home, not only is your company's information at risk, um, your own personal information is at risk now too. Right, because uh, you're going credit through cards. an IP pass yeah. through at your home now. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So if uh, you're working for a company that doesn't give you a VPN, doesn't do any single sign-on authentication. You might want to double think that and maybe do a meeting and try to get some of the stuff implemented at your company, especially if you're working for a small company that might not right, you know, be too familiar. Bucks. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Get your name out there. Exactly. Yeah, so these these few bucks to authenticate or manage your passwords is um is invaluable, as you can see. So those are two VPNs pretty are, interesting. Yeah, yeah pretty VPNs interesting are definitely articles. important. Right, right. I use VPN a, at home just, mm-hmm. just for the heck of it, basically. Exactly, yeah. Exactly, man. So those are two uh, cool articles that I found. So, I mean, that's pretty much uh, all I have for today. I mean, do you have any other things that, uh, any developments in your life? You ready to conquer this uh, semester? I am. Yeah, I man. I kind of want to talk about VR just a little bit. Okay, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. I'm not holding you back. Just go ahead and do your thing. Let me pull up some VR devices. VR. I still haven't touched VR. I probably haven't touched VR in about five years, man. For sim racing. Ooh, VR for sim racing. Oh, yeah. This guy's a sim racer, guys. <laughs> so, I'm not sure if, if we talked about on this subject, but I love mm. sim racing. I love video games. I love gaming mm. as a whole. I love mm. cars. So, if I can just compact all that together into one thing, if I can just actually like see the car drive the mm. car and like feel as if i'm in the actual race perfect mm. and that is virtual reality sim racing right and right. using headsets and all that stuff so right now i'm actually in the works of like trying to find a vr headset so i can play like the iRacing. um uh, was mm. it was it project cars 2 i said of mm. course uh Honestly, even Forza Horizon, but I don't think Forza Horizon allows um, 
VR. If they did, right. that's even cooler. But uh, mm. but I know. I, I mean, I don't want to talk too much about myself. But do you you don't do any like like uh racing games, do you? Oh no, you already know I'm a terrible <laughs> sim racing gamer. I'm terrible at it. Yeah, I play like, mostly. Well, I uh, my friends with some sim racing, man. <laughs> well, y'all hey, listening, and, and, and y'all like to sim race? Shoot, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop some uh, some names on there, and <laughs> just go and just slide in there, so we can run a, run a few rounds. Know what I'm saying, but nah. Yeah, but, uh, I'm more of an FPS player, a strategy game. So um, yeah, I like other type of sim games like Sim City or Stronghold yeah. those type of games. Yeah, so I don't really play any racing. I've never really been good at them. I had, I can't remember what's the name of the video game on the original PlayStation, but growing up, I had the little clunky <laughs> black and gray little steering wheel. And uh, that's all my dad played a long time ago. But um, that's funny. Yeah, but no, never been, never been good at uh, sim games. Yeah, I recently just started getting into it. I mean, I was mm-hmm. love. Like I had this passion for uh, Forza Motorsports Four. It was like my first, mm-hmm. I guess. I guess real submersive. Oh my gosh! Like I'm actually driving this Ferrari Italia right. or something like that. It's like, oh, this right. is nice. Like I want to. So that was, that was for the Frozen Wars Four back in 2012. Yeah, 2012. And then um, just continue playing that game. I got. I mean, I started like playing more of the Horizons for the Horizons, um, and a few other racing games. But nothing really stood out until I got the like Project Cars too. And I started, of course, I was like, yo, this is like real life type of games right here so what i did was i bought a um the logitech g29 mm-hmm. or g920 one of the two um sim real. it's a very low budget sim wheel probably cost you about 350 bucks for the actual mm-hmm. wheels and pedals and then i also bought the shifter that was separate mm-hmm. for like i think that was like 70 bucks by itself i mean it Adding it all up, it kind of sounds like a lot, but at the end of the day, right. super worth it. I think I use, I think I've used it at least a few times every month because I mean I work right. all day um, mm-hmm. and I go to school, so I don't really have a, a whole lot of time to play sim games. If I'm not doing that, I'm either watching a movie or mm-hmm. eating or working out. Right. But, uh, but yeah, it's so like I and I bought like this little, I bought two by fours and two by sixes, and mm-hmm. I built myself this little rig so I can position all that stuff on there so i mean i like it yeah if i yeah. could uh I'd, I'd love to upgrade um once i had a little board bucks and uh check out the, I, think, uh, I think you should make some uh, youtube content on that man i think uh you uh kind of make going the parallels of carpentry plus tech i think you can make some good content with that man you should definitely look into doing that yeah, I've always wanted to. Like a lot, a lot of my friends and fans said, "Hey, you should do uh, YouTube videos on installing this part on your car or building this thing." It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, me, I mean, I'm like, I'm super like reserved about it. It's like, I'm not sure, or maybe, maybe not, because I feel like a lot of people mm-hmm. make a lot of YouTube content on that type of things. Like, mm-hmm. what's the point of me doing it if everyone else is gonna do it? And, but hey, I don't know. Someone could mm-hmm. just roll up and it's like, "Yo, I'm looking for this exact part they installed in this exactly mm-hmm. your car." And there isn't really anything out there. And I upload it. It's like, yo, perfect. You're God. Then I've watched it and liked and subscribed. So like, hey, we don't know. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely try it out, though. Yeah, but like, to be more specific, like you said, you just built your own little, uh, I guess, driving rig for your driving games. That might be yeah. good content right there, man. You say, hey, this is how you can sim race for this amount of money. Or this is how you can sim race for cheap. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, true. That, that'd be some good content. But um, I did find the video game I was telling you about um, on the original PlayStation. Yeah. So it came out in 99, Gran Turismo 2. 
and uh <laughs> yeah i had that i had that i remember that i think i saw the disc somewhere somewhere in my storage and we had yeah. the whole clunky plastic driving uh steering wheel and the pedals yeah. and my dad used to smack me in that game so i think uh that's probably my ptsd why i don't like sim racing games anymore <laughs> yeah, buddy my dad was just yeah, my dad is yeah my dad never played the racing games i mean he tried uh, but we did more like they, my parents really are into Tetris. They'll play, Tetris, they'll play, they'll play okay. Tetris with me all day, every day. But um, now nah, my dad, he like, it was like, I mean, my dad's was, a, how was my dad? Uh, he, yeah, he just, his birthday was just last week. Mm-hmm. He's 56 or 57 now. So, mm-hmm. I mean, when he was growing up, there were no racing games other than like, yeah, yeah. You know, even by like the time like Sega was popping in arcades and stuff, mm-hmm. he wasn't. Like young enough to like, oh, I gotta go to arcade and play these games. Nah, he likes the real things. So like, hey, I, I feel like that's where I get my love for love and passion for, I guess, cars. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if I can't play it, then I might as well just wrench on it myself, like physically. Right, yeah, right. I have a uh, was it a what was that game called? What well, you saw me on Discord playing the other day? It was a uh, oh, the car simulator mechanics. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a car mechanic simulator. It was like, yeah, like, I'm telling you, yeah. I'm about this life. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like, so it, it's a cool game. I downloaded it a few years ago, back yeah. when I, before I even had like a PC built, and then mm. um, I was like, oh, this is cool. I played at this at the smallest, like, mm. worst resolution possible, just so it'll run. But oh, it was wow. cool. I deleted it, wow. yeah, and then I finally installed it on here. When I upgraded my graphics card, I was like, yo, this thing is this thing is clean now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever like I was telling you the other day, man, I don't see any games really catching my interest right now. Yeah. Um Cyberpunk kind of fell flat for me after seeing what they did with the console. Uh, probably don't see myself seriously gaming it again until the new Grand Theft Auto comes out. Um the online's mm. kind of played out for me. So I'll just keep studying and then uh I'll get back to, to the game life eventually. <laughs> yeah. So I actually bought Cyberpunk uh day one. Or day zero, right before yeah. or whatever, pre-ordered it. So I got yeah. it for PS4, and um, in hopes to get it just transferred over on PS5, thinking I'll be able to get a PS5 sometime around. I don't know now, but uh, unfortunately that never happened. So I'm still playing on that uh, that jet over there, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, uh, but no, so like I, I got it. I played it for mm. a good three days straight mm-hmm. i didn't get too too far in i maybe got like i guess 12 percent of the story mm-hmm. and bugs 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 Crazy like bug. i need like it, it was impossible to play so mm-hmm. i stopped playing it for a good bit and then i saw like um who's the people the cd project keys or something like that project mm-hmm. cd keys um, I guess the developers or and the creators of the game like issuing out apologies. Hey, I'm sorry for the buzz and just the the tweaks and just things not working right in this game. Right. And they issued refunds. Like, mm. oh, shoot, I'll take a refund for this game. I mean, it didn't have like too too bad of issues, just bugs at the beginning yeah. of the game. And after that, it was fine. It just wasn't graphically pleasing. So didn't uh, I, PlayStation the PlayStation kick them off of the their I guess their system before or after they, that. They, uh, they did uh, a week after the game came out. Crazy, man. I know. I know. So I bought it. I physically had the, or I didn't physically, I had the digital copy on the PlayStation Network. Mm-hmm. Bought the PlayStation Network. I, I guess, entered my card digits and paid for it. And then mm-hmm. a week later, I sent out for the refund when PlayStation was, I guess, 
authorizing the refund that CD Project Keys had said, hey, we're doing refunds and everything. So um, after that, like it took maybe, I think I just now got the refund back. Right, right. And the game came out a month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Like, dang, this thing forever to get my money back. So I got that. And, um, but, uh, it's really, it's, I, it's really, it's really hard to be hyped up for games, man, when stuff like that happens. Exactly. It's not the first, it's not the first one that happened to, but I think they, it's even worse for them because of the hype they had behind it, you know? I feel like it happens a lot on PC compared to consoles and with the whole, they've been working on this game for five years plus, I'm pretty sure. And then they came out, it didn't even look like they they have been working on it for maybe five plus years. Like, all right, we're working on it for like a year and a half or two years, something like that. It's like, where? I don't see the progress. And for it to just completely fall flat on his face. Week two. No, nah, no, nah, not even week two. Week one of uh, of game release. But uh, I, I upgraded my graphics card on my PC to a 1660 um, Super, a GTX Asus brand uh, from a MSI 1050 uh, Ti. <laughs> so, it probably will do a whole lot better if I were yeah. to install um, Cyberpunk on there and, and try mm-hmm. it. It just won't be like max maxed out. Because I mean, yeah, um, yeah. What, what graphics card you got right now? I have a twenty seventy Super um, MSI GE Force RTX. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure people with like the new thirty nineties are mm. probably the only ones who could run Ultra on that game. But it's still yeah. the frames are probably way too low, so, so it'd be a little slower. But yeah. I was actually talking with one of my with my other friends, you know, uh, Matt Lawrence, about um, the graphics and yeah. just what the correct setting to run that game on because he's way yeah. bigger into PC stuff than I am. But yeah, it's cool to have him and like yeah. you know, the right hand man for that type of stuff. So yeah, shout out to Matt, man. Um, can, can, shout uh, out to Mr. Lawrence. Yeah, built PC Thank with the man. He's the plug. <laughs> yeah, man. So very cool. Well, I'll let you. I'll let you uh, stick with that game and stuff. I'm. I don't want to keep disappointing myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the lowdown. Give you the scoop. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, cool, man. Um, that was a great talking to you today, man. I'm happy to get this content going with you. Um, do you have any yes, shout outs or any, any last month last things you want to say? Uh, let's give a shout out to um, Crisp <laughs> first and foremost. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, let's yeah. let's uh, let's give a shout out to uh, Matthew Davis, uh, our sound guy, sound engineering guy for the music that he was able to provide for the show. Oh, well, definitely our sponsor, Crisp. Um, if you guys don't know, that's spelled K R I S P. Um, it's pretty much a noise cancellation app. So um, you know. Between me and Harris, we both go to school online. We both we both work online. We're probably in calls, especially Zoom calls, all the time. And um, that background noise can be very annoying, not only to you or to your coworkers or colleagues. So check out Crisp. They give you a free 120 minutes um, of free, I guess, noise canceling time throughout the week. Um, you can sign up below in the show notes, and that will also support the show. Um, lastly, I want to shout out uh, Cyber Tommy at Cyber Tommy at um, on Instagram. Um, he's also a cybersecurity professional. He just recently shot us out in the story. Um, shout out to him. Also, shout out to um, Henry Davies. I'm not sure if Harris, I talked to Harris about him. Um, he's also a cybersecurity influencer as well. 
Um, he also runs his own company where he helps IT professionals um, upgrade their resumes and help them land jobs. And he seems like he's pretty successful with that. So shout out to him. And all the information will be in the show notes as well. So shout out to those two guys and shout out to our sponsor, Crisp. Yeah, we should definitely get Zoom as our sponsor. <laughs> oh, yeah, Zoom. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We love you too, Zoom. We love you, Zoom. It's like, hey, yo, we, we, oh, <laughs> who was the other uh, one we got? The, our, our podcast maker, Buzzsprout. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Buzzsprout too. Yeah, shout out to Buzzsprout. Yeah, you guys probably heard that in the intro. You probably heard it in the outro too. Um, Buzzsprout is pretty much uh, our podcast host. Um, there's no better partner to podcast with than Buzzsprout, guys. So um, you guys check them out in the show notes below. That's pretty good. Thank you guys for tuning in. See you. Oh, sorry. It's all good. <laughs>